right, here we are for another episode of Get Unstuck. Live happy and free. Boy, aren't those some great goals there. Uh, we're going to have a great show today. If you haven't joined us before, this is not a kid's show. We will be cursing uh, once in a while, so uh, you can shoo them out of the room if you want, but uh, this is for adults trying to help them get through life, and who knows, some of these episodes you might feel are worthy to have your kids listen to. Uh, we don't curse all that much, but just letting you know there's an F-bomb here and there. Uh, my name is Rick, and uh, I am here just as a fellow human who's been through the shit and continues to go through it on a daily basis, just like all of us do, right? Now, some days are better than others. Uh, you might be having a great, uh, you know, a good spell <laughs> where things are good for a while. Um, but it's always good to be, uh, you know, keeping up your maintenance of positivity and things that help you get by those everyday things that do come up. Because if you practice at it, you've got a much better chance of getting through it um, when the big shit hits the fan, right? So we talk to uh, all kinds of people. I don't care what they do, who they are, where they're from, culture, religion, background, whatever. They're all human beings just like you and me. They've all had crap in their life. Um, some things are just horrific and you don't know how the hell they were able to get through it, um, but they are still here. And hopefully we can learn from uh, our collective wisdom of everybody uh, of what helped them. And hopefully that can help you. Uh, there's lots of different ways people do it, you know, some by um, meditation, yoga, spirituality, religion, you know, uh, physical exercise, just all kinds of things that helps your brain and body um, be able to get over things that are really tough and crappy. So I'm a fan of just trying all those things and see what works for you. Um, I'm also a big fan of uh, physical things, putting physical things in front of you, whether that's uh, a notebook or uh, something, you know, it says here's a, a gratitude list to write every day. Um, I really like uh, this um, shop on Redbubble. If you just go to redbubble.com uh, and you just search Studio 17 Designs, it's just the way it sounds, studio, but studio, then the number 17, then designs with a letter Z at the end of it. And they've got great uh, inspirational things. Just click on the inspiration uh, collection inspirational, I think it is. Um, so, you, you know, they've got stuff in there, uh, that is really true. <laughs> Some funny stuff in there, like life sucks, but so does cancer or something, you know, give your kids like school sucks, but so does cancer. Right. And then things, you know, cancer sucks. Uh, but I beat it like my mom with breast cancer. Right. Um, so I like having things like that on a coffee mug or on a shirt or a mouse pad or something. So I can see every day, you know, something that says to me, uh, just look there today and they have a new one up there. It's just um, breathe, just breathe, right? So that's a nice thing to uh, sit there at your desk and remind yourself. So I'm a big fan of physical reminders like that or a stone in your pocket, you know, that means something to you and you can tap it, you know, uh, or you can pull it out and hold on to and squeeze it and get some strength out of it. Um, you know, whether it's positive vibes or just a good memory, um, something that's important to you, a picture on the wall, whatever. So I'm a big fan of those things too. And today we're going to find out, um, how 
our guests got through their difficulties because I know they've had some and we're going to welcome into the room right now. Let's click that button and welcome our guest into the room live on the air. And I will let her introduce herself. Uh, can you hear me? I think you're far away. Oh, if cannot hear me, maybe you've got your mute button on. I'm not sure. Um, but I do see in there we go. Now she's on the audio. How about now? Hello. Uh, Hello. There we go. Hi. So actually, I had some problem no, don't hearing worry. you. No, that's all right. We're live on the podcast right now, recording away. Um, and actually, it's an audio only podcast. So you, you can... Uh, turn off your webcam because your webcam might actually give a bit of delay. And I was just talking to the audience, you know, about how everyone that's listening out there is just another human that's been through the crap. Um, and we're really uh, happy to have guests come on and talk about, you know, their own experiences as a human being. Um, and it's also great that a lot of our guests have some experience and um, you know now it's a passion for them to help people and they do it as a job or as a profession and it's a lot better than maybe a job that they hated before so I just want to say welcome to the show uh, thanks for coming and you're all the way over in another place so why don't you just say hi let us know let me know the right name so I'm calling the right name number one um, and you know where you're calling in from so hi Rick thank you my name is Ullis uh, Ullis Karlsson and I'm all the way from <laughs> the dark Sweden at the time, winter time in Sweden. Now is so it Sweden now with uh, is the time of the year now where it's dark 12 hours a day or what? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. How many hours a day so, is it dark for you? So it gets dark around quarter past three in the afternoon and then it gets light again around maybe eight o'clock in the morning the following day so it's uh, wow it's like the dark night of the soul, truly. <laughs> right. So for you folks out there, even something as simple as that, you know, when you're sitting around thinking, oh, life sucks, or this is not good or whatever, just as simple as that. Think of, you know, if you had, if you were living in a place that even has less daylight, you know, um, than that, and, or has more rain, or you're stuck in Seattle with all of that rain, um, but you're not there, right? You're in a place where it's, it's not raining so much or it's not dark so much even that is a nice little thing you can be positive about and say well you know yeah at least i don't have to have that right um it can always be worse i guess is my point um not that it's bad in sweden i've been to sweden i love sweden it's a beautiful country uh and the people there are great so i'm really happy to have you on board today um i would love to hear from you um you know i'll just start out with a simple question of uh you know what i ask all the guests is, um, you know, just as a person, um, what are some of the things in life, or maybe there's one thing, or maybe there's a few things that, that were the times when you thought, this is it, I'm, I'm done, you know, I, I can't go on anymore, um, or you just want to quit and give up on everything. Uh, maybe we're stuck in, you know, a, a job or in a medical situation or a personal relationship, whatever it might have been. Um, We'd love to hear some experience from you of how the hell did you get out of it? Thank you for asking. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like everybody who has lived a life, I guess we all have, you know, experiences speaking about the dark, like really have to facing the dark times in order to see the light, you know, like after the rain comes the sunshine, as you said, etc. Mm -hmm. But um, 
Uh, actually, I've been through, you know, like many decades of my life where I suffered from sleeping disorders and it led to depression, mm. burnout and suicidal, suicidal thoughts. Mm. Yeah. So it started yeah. when I was like a little girl and I was very, I'm an empath, a highly sensitive. Ah, okay, person. we had another empath on the show recently and it was the first time I really knew what that was and folks if you don't know what that is um you know pl- check out that other podcast earlier on but you you can give a little explanation as well yeah i can give like a short explanation if we if we believe that we once upon a time lived in caves right like we were living in caves mm-hmm. so the empaths and the highly sensitives were the one that you know we're predicting danger. Oh, there's a you know tiger coming, or there's a mm. tribe coming, or there's okay. a storm coming. We need to move. So they were the ones that, like shamans, or they they knew they knew what to do to protect the tribe, sort of. So like twenty percent of the population of the earth are empaths and highly sensitive. So not only that do we feel you know, a lot of empathy with other people, we also feel what they are feeling. That means, uh, you know, we, we go around and feel a lot all the time. So it's like a pizza with extra everything 24-7. <laughs> Good explanation. Now, because there's, you know, I'm, I always play devil's advocate um, and, and because there might be other people out there um, who they that resonates with what you're saying, right? They feel like, hmm, I feel like that or maybe I'm, you know, am one of those or whatever. And then there's other people who are like, oh, that's a fucking bunch of crap, you know, not true. There's no healers just because they rub their hands together and put it on your back doesn't mean they're going to cure your cancer or whatever. Um, So from one extreme to the other, everybody has their own opinion, but just in a helpful way, um, I don't know how you, you know, I don't, I don't know if you felt that way your whole life, but um, it's obviously is something that really connects you to people and always having deeper connections with people is more helpful in life and, you know, can lead to more fulfillment and happiness, I believe. So if there's anybody out there listening who feels like, hmm, maybe, you know, I, I'm working, you know, this job, which I really hate, but I really understood what she just said. And how can I, you know, look into that and discover maybe I am an empath. Maybe I'm one of the 20%. Maybe um, I can, you know, start to help people with, you know, that thing that I have. How can people figure that out or find that out? It's not like you just call up a place and say, hey, here's my social security number. And they say, oh yeah, you're an empath. Or there's some test you take, or how does it happen? (laughs) So it's like an inner knowing, like you just know. Um, So my story started when I was a kid and I was very sensitive. And I was like, I, I was having like, radar out all the time you know and I didn't realize it at the time and I was told you know in my culture also as a Swede uh, we are told not to be too much of everything we shall not be too angry or too joyful or too happy or we should not be too we should be very conform you know Mm, uh, and adapt to the the sort of norm whatever that is but so and and also sweden is the country you know of the vikings and and so we have a lot of power stored within our dna's in in our lineages here but uh, it's so suppressed because we have been told that 
you know you can't show too many emotions or uh and it's true. when you think of vikings you don't think of like an even keel you know right in the middle kind of golden mean kind of living you do certainly think of one extreme which happens to be you know strong and powerful and courageous yeah and exactly and valhalla by the way is that is that heaven for vikings what is valhalla yeah that's uh heaven that's, oh, that's like heaven. nirvana okay. yeah. all right gotcha all right yeah. Sorry to interrupt. So, um, yeah, it's okay. So at a very young age, you know, and unconsciously, as I didn't know about these things, then I sort of shut myself down because mm. I, I heard all the time that you were so sensitive and, you know, mm. you know, get a grip on yourself and mm. uh, it wasn't so bad and, and things like this. So eventually you shut yourself down and you suppress yourself and you hide who you true who you truly are, you know, like at mm -hmm. a soul level, yeah. because obviously, as you say, Rick, this can be a fantastic gift, but it's also quite a challenge to go around and feel so much all the time. And you don't even know if it's yours or mm -hmm. if it's the collective, mm -hmm. or if you walk into a tube, you know, subway station and, and you feel sort of, you know, depressed or full of anxieties or frustration and you're just like, oh, okay, okay. So is this mine or who, who is it? Because the, it's like the filters are uh, more thin or how you sh should say. Mm -hmm. So we empath sort of like sponges. We, we receive, you know, information overload all the time. So it's right. really something that you need to master. And I didn't master it at the time when I was a child. So... I started to sleep really, really poorly, you know, at a very young age. And these sleeping disorders accumulated over the decades. And eventually I slept only 15 minutes per night. And I, no, so this terrible. is what I, yeah. So this is what my first book is all about. It's called 247 AM, The Journey Home to My Heart, because I slept 15 minutes per night. And each night I woke up after these 15 minutes of sleep where I was being slaughtered and murdered, you know, so there was so much blood splattering every oh, night. I mean, and I, you mean in your, you were having dreams that that was happening to you or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's terrible. So, so I had this, you know, lack of sleep for decades and eventually mm -hmm. the lack of sleepness took me into this, you know, full blown depression and um, eventually to be, to be suicidal because I was, it felt like I was imprisoned, like in a dark dungeon. And I was filled with so much self-hatred and so much contempt on myself. So I, I just wanted to end my life. Well, now I just want to say for the audience out there, you know, who may be in difficult situations, obviously we all should utilize whatever support systems we have. And just don't ever forget that there are tons of people out there just like our guest today and myself um who are sitting on you know the suicide hotline who are sitting on the warm line san francisco has this great thing called the warm line i think it's by san francisco mental health um, institute or something i don't know but if you look up the warm line san francisco mental health you'll probably find it um where you can just talk to, you know you may not be suicidal but 
you need to talk to somebody and you need to be able to be honest, you know, and say what the hell you really feel just like you're sitting on a park bench talking to a stranger, um, which is also a good, you know, a good way to get things out that you're afraid to say to your friends or your parents or whatever. You just don't have somebody to talk to. Um, utilize these resources, look them up. Don't think that there's nobody who understands or that nobody can help you because there are people, I guarantee you, who have been through the same, uh, you know, and they've come out the other side we got a guest on today who now writes books, who helps people with this. And she was in the same position that you might feel you're in right now, where you want to end it all and whatever. And I'm just saying, don't do that. Just, you know, utilize what's out there. Try and find the help because there's, there are so many compassionate people out there that have been through the crap and they really want to help you. So don't ever give up or quit out there audience. If you feel like you're in a bad spot. So back to our guests. So sounds really bad. Uh, you know, you get to the point to the low point that uh, some of us have gotten to uh, myself included, which is I'm fucking done. I just, I'd be better off if I don't wake up tomorrow, you know, so why don't I jump off a bridge? Um, and I'm not sure maybe one podcast I should uh, try and figure out why I didn't do that. I don't know, but for yourself, um, was there any particular either thing that uh, helped you to not, you know, take that way out or did you discover something that slowly, you know, step-by-step step helped you to get out of that? I mean, how did you get, uh, you know, how did you come, come through that when you're at the point of, that's it. I, I'm, you know, I'm suicidal. How did you get out of that? Thank you. Yeah, that was a very good thing that you said. And I also just before I'm going to answer, answer your question, just want to say that in as I'm a yogi, right? And I'm talking very much from the yogic, Yo, yeah, uh, from the energetic and energetic kind of perspective here. So also in, in Western societies, we are not taught, we're not experienced to be in, in too, too many emotions, actually. Like we have quite a limited kind of range of emotions or, you know, and we also, you know, uh, we are suppressing our emotions. We are hiding them. We are distracting us from feeling all these kinds of emotions. So when we are in a really, really dark place, it actually means, you know, that something within us needs to die, like an old behavior, limited mm. beliefs, uh, suppressed emotions that needs to transform so we can create a new life. So if you are in a dark spot right now, I mean, with everything that is going on also globally, uh, it's yeah, such yeah, a yeah. massive, a massive pressure, you know, on the outside now as well. Mm. So don't be afraid. It's actually, you know, might come something good out of it because it is your soul. Your soul has spoken to you for such a long time and maybe you haven't listened. Maybe you have been too busy to, to run around, you know, in, in matrix or to do, to be busy all the time with activities or projects or family yeah, or too much clutter whatever. in our life. You can't hear. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So eventually the soul just, you know, take you by your hand and take you to this dark spot or dark hole. So you can have sort of an awakening to see, wow, like I'm not sick. It's my behavior and my lifestyle that has been sick. 
So actually, when we are in this dark spot, it can be like you are the seed that are just being planted into something new. From chaos comes, you know, order. From divine chaos comes divine order. And that comes also with personal growth and, and spiritual, you know, development. So that's what I want to add to your uh, when you, if you are in a dark space and if you're listening to this today, by the way. And so what I did was just like that. I had many like turning points in my awakening, in, in my journey home to my heart, uh, the title of my book, my first book. And what by I the, did, by the way, where can people uh, take a look for your book? Are they on Amazon or where, where can yeah, they? Yeah, they're on Amazon. Okay. So, so if they go both, to Amazon and, uh, search your name probably best because then they'll find all your books right maybe you can spell your name for folks um, because it's uh swedish <laughs> yes i will do that so yes my first book is 2 47 a.m the journey home to my heart and it's ulis carlson u double l i s k a r l double s o n on amazon and my second book which is about the darkness that we find ourselves in individually and collectively at these turbulent times uh the second book is called holy fuck and sacred water <laughs> the secret connections to everything so holy fuck and sacred water the secret connections to everything is also an amazon and then my name is my true name which is ulrika u-l-r-i-k-a k-a-r-l-s-o-m now and sorry to interrupt you but i got two questions uh because if people search your name they might find a politician, a Swedish politician. I don't know if that's you, you're one and the same or not. Um, just so there's, you know, clear up that confusion. So they're looking for the right link, number one. And then number two, Amazon, they let you put the word fuck anywhere or no, you, you the book says F, you know, asterisk, 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 because people are searching, holy fuck, it may not come up. Yeah. Um, so if they search for my name, Ulrika Karlsson, U-L-R-I-K-A Karlsson. And no, I'm not a politician, not at all. I'm like a spiritual teacher. Obviously, you, you know that other <laughs> Ulrika Karlsson, right? She has the same exact name, right? Okay. Yeah. So Ulrika, it's here in Sweden. It's an old queen's name and it means yeah, yeah. the magnificent. So, oh. yeah. So anyway, back to my um, yeah, your journey. journey home to my, her to my heart. Like I was literally forced into a corner where I, where it, it was about life and death. Like, mm -hmm. you know, either I'm going to continue to live my life like this or, you know, and that's not an option because then I'm going to end, end it. Right, yeah. Or yeah. I need to go to the root cause of why. Why do I feel like this? Why do I have this depression? Why do I have this enormous, you know, self-hatred and all this, suppressed emotions yeah so what you do how did you find that out how did you figure those things out so i've been on an inner journey like you know uh, everything that i want to see or everything that i need and want to experience is an insider job right yeah so i needed to go inwards into myself and to go into all these emotions that i had suppressed a lot of fears, you know, fears of being different, like, you know, always feeling so much fear of not being loved, fear of not being included, fear of traumas. Yeah, that I've all, been all through. these fears that are so common to everybody, right? That we all share. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, I mean, 
what I'm saying is it's really, really, it's really, really simple, but it's not always so easy. So you need to go inwards and to face everything that you have suppressed, all accumulated emotions, all, you know, unresolved traumas and stress. You need to go inwards and to face them, to acknowledge them, to see them, to witness them, so you can transform them in their truest essence. So if I have like a lot of fears stored within me, right? Many people just are saying, oh, just think positive, make positive affirmations, right. put it yeah. in a bubble and blow it away. Right. And that, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not working. It doesn't work. I, I agree. It doesn't work because it's, very, it's a very mental approach. And yeah. the things that we are talking about is stored within the subconscious or unconscious mind, and they are stored within the body. Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly so a fan of people you know, of that positivity and mantras and, and all that stuff. Um, but I think it needs to be an add on to a much deeper level of, you know, inner examination and work. Um, you know, so you sure. still, you still have got to do that deep kind of work and, you know, yes, it's good to have, you know, you know, somebody giving you positive, you know, support or, or whatever it might be. Um, those things will help, help you to, you know, remind you to keep doing it, you know, having those physical reminders in front of you or, you know, your mantras written, you know, in your book or whatever that you look at every day, those things definitely help. But unfortunately, you, you know, for folks that don't want to do it, you really have to go deep into yourself to figure out what the fuck is, you know, the pain, you know, coming from. Um, and I just, before I forget it, I just want to say, you said, you said it so beautifully, this thing about suicide. And basically that is, you know, and I hope that everybody out there listening can remember this, whether you've gotten to that point or not in life, because we all may, right. Is that when, and I've never thought about this, I've never thought about it like this. So thank you very much for, for saying this. Um, and that is that basically, if you get to that point of suicide, instead of thinking about suicide as like, well, here it is, and this is it, and this is my last option. Instead, think of suicide as, oh my God, suicide time is here. I'm actually thinking that thought. So thank you, suicide thought, for grabbing my neck, you know, and shaking me by the throat and saying, hey, there, I'm trying to alert you. I'm trying to tell you there is something very, very wrong deep inside of you or very painful or something that you have not addressed. And yes, I, Mr. Suicide, am telling you something is in there, but that's a good thing. You know, it's like, here's the fire alarm. There is a fire down there. And now it's time for you to address it because you can address it. You can find it. You can work through it and come out the other side. So don't think as of suicide as like, that's it. It's the, it's the last thing. So now it's time to do it. No, think of it as a giant, you know, warning bell or wake up call that's saying, Hey, there's something in here and you gotta, you gotta look at it and fix it. And you can, um, in order to come out the other side. So it's, you know, it's not the end when, when you get to that point and you say, that's it, I'm considering suicide. How can I do it? Whatever. It's not the end. It's just a warning telling you, you better fucking address these things um, or you're going to feel like this forever. So sorry to drag on about that, but it's just, I think if you can, you know, change your perspective on something, it can be like, 
you know, a life altering thing for sure. And I, I mean, I never thought like that about suicide, but I, I, I do now and I will be sharing that with others. So thank you. I don't know how you say thank you in Sweden. I forget when I was there. How do you say thank you in Sweden? In Swedish? Tak. Tak. That's right. Oh my God. I remember that's just T-A-K, right? T-A-C-K. Oh, T-A-C-K. Okay. Tak. All right. Well, tak, tak. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> you know, I'm curious, you know, you get to that point, <clears throat> you realize I got to address something. Um, now, you know, for some, you know, folks, there's, um, you know, a checklist to go through now, you know, um, like, and they've done that before to try and figure out, well, what's, you know, what's the problem or the issue, and then how can they go about trying to make it better. Um, but for those who have not been through, you know, too much self-help before or haven't sat down with a therapist before or whatever, um, have you ever found any resources out there that are helpful? Like when you get to that point and suicide is telling you, or just this darkness is telling you, you got a big issue you got to address. Um, you know, is there a, like I said, a resource or something that, okay, what should I do first? You know, what questions can I ask myself or do I got to get into, you know, I, I need to push everything else out of my space and my mind right now and, and get into some meditation, you know, and physically help with some yoga. And then here's a checklist of questions to start asking myself or things to do. Um, have you ever found any resources like that? So here's the thing for me, like both individually and also, you know, professionally because I work on a global scale with people that are you know suffering from stress or mm -hmm. but I just want to give you like a deeper perspective you know to you Rick and also yes. if you are listening to this so again in the western world we are living lifestyles where we are not aligned with who we are at soul level. We have lost yeah. connection with our souls. We have lost connection with our spirits. Everything is measured in money, money and time. Yes. Yes. And, and uh, we are unhappy. So we redecorate the kitchen or we put, mm -hmm. you know, Botox into our lips or silicone yep. into our boobs. We buy new cars. So it's like we are using things in the outer realms to feel our inner emptiness, our inner holes. And it's, I'm telling you now, it's never, ever, ever going to work to fill your That's inner sure. sort of emptiness or disconnection with outer distractions. On the contrary, it takes us even further, you know, down in the, into the dark hole, into the rabbit hole, because we are trying so desperately not to feel, not to feel all these, you know, horrible traumas that we all have been through you know we've all had heartbreaks we've all had you know people close to us die we all have you know some kind of diseases or accidents or traumas but most of us we have never dealt it with it emotionally or spiritually we have just yeah. you know healed the wound and then continued with our projects or whatever or if i'm being sick in western societies maybe i take a, a pill for headache and then i go straight to to work anyway and i do my 12 hours or you know yeah we don't get to the root of the problems exactly and we are only maintaining the problem we are yeah. energetically maintaining and upholding these patterns so these things that we do in the western world all these distractions our cell phones you know our computers drugs alcohol uh, the excess amount of food 
So all these distractions takes us further away who we are at a soul level. We are disconnected from spirit, disconnected from soul, disconnected from Gaia, from other earth and disconnected from ourselves and others. So we are always striving, you know, to get more money on the bank, to get a better body. We are striving to for this and that. And according to Buddha, Buddha, the enlightened one, he said that the root cause of suffering for us beings uh, are the craving and the desire for something else, you know, a desire for whatever it is, for a better body, a newer car, more money on the bank, or, or we also have aversions, like we try to avoid difficult feelings, difficult emotions, difficult traumas. We, we try to store them deep within ourselves, you know, bury them and just to move on with our lives. But I'm telling you, it's not working. Yeah, definitely it these, doesn't work. I, I don't know these, whether to feel sorry for people like Kim Kardashian or to hate her for propagating, you know, these all this stuff that, that just continues to just not help anybody and just hurt everybody and destroy the world, you know? So... Uh, I couldn't agree more with you about, you know, that none of those things that, you know, are so important to so many people around the world. Um, and, you know, I, of course, I'm human, right? And we all are. There's a certain amount that you understand of, of that, you know, because when you were a kid on the playground, you know, and you know, other people wore clean clothes, but you had dirty clothes because you were poor or whatever. Nobody stood there and, you know, there wasn't somebody from Nike telling you buy new shoes, you know? I mean, this, it, as much as, you know, I really detest, you know, heavy commercialism and marketing and all of that stuff in all countries around the world, you know, part of it is us as human beings, you know, just standing there saying, I am different. I'm not the same as these others. And, and, you know, I don't know what lions feel like, but, you know, if you're a lion who's, you know, missing a foot, you, maybe they don't feel so good or the same around other lions who are different than they are. And they're the only one who's missing a foot, you know? So, um, you know, but with that being said, even though there's that, you know, there's that kind of natural part to all of us, um, you know, just the, I couldn't agree more with you that the Western world just exacerbates it in such a huge way. And, and, and there's definitely fucking companies out there and jerk individuals who know that human beings have that seed inside of them and they specifically target that seed. So you will feel less than or you will feel left out or you will feel oh you have to have this sneaker or you won't be cool and whatever and that just fucking pisses me off to no end i mean i don't mind people selling their product if they've got a good quality thing and like people might enjoy it or it might be helpful or beneficial to them but for christ's sake you know if you're anybody in business out there think about that you know and living with yourself and going to sleep at night and i know you might laugh it off and say ha 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 well i've got the money in the bank so I don't mind that, you know, I'm making somebody, you know, feel bad about themselves or that they don't belong or unless they're cool and they buy my thing. You know, if that's you, you're probably not listening to this podcast anyway. But if you know people like that, try to encourage them to do a little differently, you know, and, and stop their deal with the devil. But anyway, back to our guest and me stop rambling. So you get to that dark point. And my question of like, well, how can people go about you know, uh, finding their way to get out of it. Um, you know, other guests have certainly said, well, 
I mean, you know, some have just said, go straight to God, you know, start going to church and start others say, well, start doing a physical thing so that, you know, your body can change first and then start to try to clear your mind with meditation. And then, uh, and other people who might be, you know, uh, a therapist or a psychiatrist, you know, I say, well, you know, there's this questionnaire online, you know, you can do about suicide, uh, you know, and then from there, you can take the next step of, you know, trying to talk to somebody. So there's lots of different ways, obviously, it can be done, um, you know, or, or talking with somebody like yourself, um, you know, and starting down that path. Um, but, you know, do you have any suggestions or thoughts outside of the ones that I just rattled off? Thank you.